You are listening to Hainai by Motsi Dapul. Episode 15. Sagot. One coffee, black, French style, no sugar or milk. Ah, merci. Mm, delicious. So few places can make this right. There was a cafe in Paris in the 60s, but I don't know that it's still there. Isn't that the television guru? Never seen him without the false beard. He's quite handsome. Never would have guessed his magic was real. You're not the only one. So, you can just sense that? He's not exactly hiding it, not like Mary or myself. Hmm, we have so much in common. So, are you actually going to tell us anything, or are we just keeping up the small talk? One thing before we begin. What's that? A handshake. Really? Really. Just to get things started. <sighs> Fine. Mari, is this really the best place to be doing a magical dick measuring contest? Ah, damn. For a moment, I thought I saw the shape of you, but... But what? It's like when a small woman casts a large shadow at twilight... Ready to tell us anything or not? Fine. Fine. First, I must know what you know. You know of the Fokai, and the Benefactor, and even our unfortunate George? In your order. George told us a bit, how you all decided to come together to learn magic, and then went on to dabble in things you hardly understood. True. Though honestly, I wasn't one to double. I was just there because my family was very old and very rich, and I was bored. It's amazing how much your life can change because of seemingly infinitesimal insignificant decisions. Great attitude to have to magic. Real responsible. <laughs> no, you're right. Responsibility was not a strong suit, but our leader, well, he was truly one of the most charismatic men I've ever met. And he kept us all in line. He was also one of the most powerful. Sovar was his first name. We, who were there simply for our own interest, benefited from the few in his inner circle who knew the magic best. I remember he had a right-hand man, but I don't remember his name. I remember his initials, though. R.H. He wore cufflinks with them. He's still around. A, um, Robert or a Richard or something? You don't remember? Is it a spell or... Oh, no. I know what a spell feels like. I, I simply forgot. He was always such a quiet presence. If it wasn't for his proximity to Sauvage, I'd not have remembered him at all. 
one thing they don't tell you about immortality is that your mind is just as any human's and it simply cannot remember a lifetime of memories without forgetting a few things. You said if he's still rattling around. You don't know? None. I broke away from the order decades ago when, well, soon after the foci were developed and we all achieved our unconditional immortality. I know of a handful who are still active, if only because they get in touch with me every few decades, but I, I don't get involved, not anymore. Convenient. Not getting involved until you do. With us. I told you why. You told us your reasons are your own, not what those reasons are. I know you're not going to kill us, but that doesn't preclude you talking your friends here off about us, who will. Alright. The truth is that the only reason I'm telling you all this is because you, Mary, remind me of Marianne. What you said last night when I was leaving, I don't remember as much as I want from my past, but I remember her saying nearly the same thing once. So, there. I came because I'm sentimental. Is that what you want to hear? <sighs> I appreciate the honesty. You said... Marianne owned this necklace, right? Indeed. And the woman I saw was Marianne. This necklace, we guessed it was one of her foci, but Mary said it felt like the opposite of the others. A good focus? Is that possible? And if it is, is she still around? Can she teach us to... No, she's dead. She has been for a long time. You two must have been close. Is it that obvious? Let's just say I know what it sounds like when someone's in love. Or lost someone they loved. I didn't even know she was doing this. Putting pieces of herself into trinkets. Saving whomever she could. I'd never known her to be such a fool. It sounds like she knew something you didn't. Ha. That is perhaps the cruelest thing you've said to me so far. I'm not trying to be cruel. I just think she had a good idea of what mattered in the end if she did what we think she did. Her heart was strong as she was selfless. But not even the strongest or most selfless could cut themselves into enough pieces to save the world the way she wished to. I suppose she learned that the hard way. But if you help us find what she created, maybe her sacrifice won't have been in vain. That's very hopeful of you, my dear. She was never one for flights or fancy, always pragmatic. I was always the more hopeful of us two, at least when she was with me. But wouldn't you consider trying to save everyone a flight of fancy all on its own? I... I suppose that's true. Even if she had indeed made good foci, perhaps dozens, given her power, then that doesn't solve the problem of the benefactor and his allies, the men and women I once knew from our order, whatever's left of it. Maybe not, but it's a first step. And we face down George. Whatever gives us an edge against the rest of you... Last I heard, they had begun calling themselves elders. 
Take your name as any, but I guess I count among their ranks. Only for living this long. Elders, then. Even if we don't end up finding as many as we want to, isn't it worth saving a handful of lives? Perhaps. We used to think a handful of lives were worth sacrificing for a greater cause. How the tables have turned. You're learning. I'll do my best then. Find what I can. I work at a museum, after all. I knew a few places to search for my Marianne's good work. But I must warn you. I cannot meet too often if you wish me to act on your behalf. Even the walls have eyes at times. Hmm. So, shall we consider you an ally, then? I expect you not to shout it from the rooftops, but... For Marianne's sake? Yes. For now. I'll help find the objects holding her power. Though, I'll warn you, I'm out of practice. Wasn't there one at U of T at one time? The time we met Evelyn. When they took it away, a focus activated. Oh, yeah. Um, a painting, I think. Uh, I got the records on me. I can send them over. Thank you, then. One more thing, if I may ask, Mary? What is it? If my powers, if the power of us elders is so rancid to you, how did you know that Marianne's magic was good? Her magic wasn't like yours or theirs. It was good. Warm. Loving is the best way I can describe it. I see. Thank you for telling me. Thank you for helping us. If I may leverage one more favor for the aid... Uh, what is it? Dinner? If you're amenable. Mary? Oh. Oh. Whatever happened to the walls have eyes? Oh, well, I imagine having dinner with a beautiful woman for no other reason than leisure would make things less suspicious in the long run. What do you say? I never could have guessed where this conversation was going to end up, but sure, why not? <laughs> Excellent. Good day to you all, then. Calling that an emotional roller coaster would be an understatement. Damn. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'll take this outside. Need some backup there, babe? I'm good. Ooh. Definitely gonna have some of that tea when I get back. Wild. <sighs> Sorry the hot lady we thought was hitting on you turned out to be a weird immortal ex-cultist. Like that doesn't make her hotter. <laughs> Laura! Joking! Well, kind of. But don't worry about me. You're the one having dinner with her, and apparently reminding her of an ex. I still don't trust her, but she's given us good info. Figure we might as well take advantage of her good graces while we can. I mean, yeah, I guess. But if someone like Marianne loved her, with what she told us, but more so what you said about Marianne's magic, could she really be so bad? Maybe not, but... It isn't that rare for good people to love monsters. But I do appreciate the optimism. 
if I wasn't this optimistic, I wouldn't have gotten past our first meeting. So, <laughs> cheers to that. So, what was that all about? Babe? Ashvin? You're shaking. <laughs> Guess who that goal was from? Come sit down. Come on. It was... Uh... Vanessa Bartalotti. At whose extremely fancy shed we incinerated a multitude of zombie clones. What did she say? Mm -hmm. Moreover... What did she see? I don't know. She asked me for a reading. One of my specialities as a guru, to guide their spirits to enlightenment and all that crap. Usually it's just therapy for the rich to make them feel like they have a place in the universe. Do you think she knows? <laughs> I know she knows. I know when people are trying and failing to lie to me. The way she talked about my impressive background, my magical ability... I don't doubt she saw something yesterday. Or at least, knew somehow. But... It was like I couldn't refuse her. Don't know if it was magic or just... Fear. Apprehension. Anyway, I'm wide awake now. Sounds like a trap, if I've ever heard one. He doesn't have to go alone. Yeah. She won't question the presence of a police detective too, hanging around the spiritual guide with a stick on beard. We'll figure it out. When's the meeting? End of the week. Mari, what do you think? I don't think backup's a bad idea. We can all go, but leave us in the car. Close enough to help, but far enough in case uh, something happens. I can prep you with a bit more protection or teach you to make your own. Yes, please. She's anything like... George. I mean, we don't know that, right? We don't know if she's an immortal magic murderer, or if she's just working for immortal magic murderers, and... Yeah, no, that's worse. I know. You don't have to give me that look. Thank you. Don't worry, magic man. We've got your back. How eager would you be to throw me to the wolves? If I wasn't dating your partner. <laughs> Did you just wink at me? Am I seeing things? Must be the sleep deprivation. Because that can't possibly have been a sense of humor. <laughs> Don't worry, Ashvin. Donner's not the type to let someone die through negligence. If you wanted you dead, I imagine you wouldn't be so passive. Ha! Huh. Nice. You do know him. I guess we've got this team? I feel like at this point it's weird for us not to have a team name. No. Team Spooky? The Boo Bunch? The Ghoul Gang. The Ghost Punchers Association. How about an acronym? Magic. Mages and Guns Investigating Crimes. <laughs> yeah! How about Team How Are We Still Alive? Especially appropriate for us, too. <sighs> Just drink your damn tea. Oh, damn. 
Okay, all right. So, I'm here at the site of the last supernatural occurrence. Overheard on police channels that they found a corpse in Bridal Path matching the description of the corpse I saw months ago. Maybe the same person, maybe someone entirely different. But I'm definitely not going to let that find slide. There's a lot of disturbance, a lot of recent tracks around here. Now, I don't think these rich guys living up in these sprawling mansions do a lot of lawn and forest work, but maybe they've got groundskeepers that keep things up around here. I imagine groundskeepers aren't this messy, though. Lots of broken twigs, grass trampled. Do you think going into someone's shed counts as a home invasion? Can't be right. Oh, it's unlocked. Well, I mean, if they're going to keep it unlocked, I doubt they're keeping anything valuable in here, right? <laughs> right. What? What the? God, what is that smell? <laughs> what is... Oh, God! Hey, who the hell are you, and what are you doing here at my party? Oh god, oh god, help me! Please help me! What? No, no, you're not real. Please, I don't know where I am. I don't know how you're seeing me, but please, you gotta help me. Where are you? I didn't... I mean, I, I was in... I, I was in a shed, up in Bridal Path. But, but now I don't know, I, I can't see. I don't know what's happening, please, help me. What's your name? Um, uh, t take this. Don't let it go. I know where you are. Oh, God, no. Please. I'm coming for you, Abe. You hear me? I'm coming. You're listening to Hainai by Motsi Dapul Hey everyone, this is Red Shelley, co-creator and co-producer of Hainai. Hainai is a podcast produced by Motsi Dapul, me, and I am very pleased to welcome the latest addition to our team, Yoi Halago. You might recognize her as the voice actor of our very own DJ in the dark. Haina is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution, non-commercial share-alike 4.0 international license. Today's episode was written and directed by Motsi Dapul, who also plays the role of Married Tuin. The role of Donner was played by Leon Johnson. The role of Murphy was played by Edward Boxler. The role of Ashvin was played by Adil R. 
The role of Laura was played by Abigail Rhodes. The role of CJ was played by Laurence Perlet. And the role of Abe was played by Matt Gador. Special shout out, by the way, to the Discord community for all the team name suggestions. My personal favorite, Mages and Guns Investigating Crimes. So cool. Anyway, to help support the production of Hainai, you can buy us a milk tea at coffee or subscribe to our coffee gold at coffee.com slash Hainaipod. That's ko-fi.com slash Hainaipod. Or you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash Hainaipod. You can also check out official Hainai merchandise on our Redbubble store at redbubble.com slash people slash Hainaipod. Hainai is available on Podbean, YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. You can find the links to these channels along with news and updates on our official blog, hainaipod.tumblr.com. If you get to listen, leave us a rating and review while you're at it. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at hainaipod. Once again, thanks for all your support, and thanks for listening.